Hi guys, it's Victoria, and if you are listening to this podcast, then more than likely you have hit like or um, follow or the plus button for my podcast, and this is Truth Talks with Tor, where we talk about everything from marketing tips to trending topics to framing your voice to shaping your voice and really living life out loud. So thank you so much. If you are new here, hello. And if you are sharing my podcast like crazy, like hello, you are in the Truth Talks with Tour Corner and we are having a party up in here, up in here, up in here. So hey everybody, what's up? I hope that you are having a great start to your March. Oh my gosh, y'all, like holy heck, we are in the third week of March. Like where has time gone? Um, I feel like time is truly just flying by and I'm just kind of like riding the waves of life. Um, Literally all I do anymore is work, 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 uh, do the mom life, do the cleaning life, do um, Aaron's life. Like um, I run errands like crazy. Um, So yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. So um, I hope that everybody's having a great March. Can you believe that Easter is almost here? Um, and if you do celebrate St. Patrick's Day, yo, 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 that's tomorrow. Um, and so I'm going to be posting this podcast either uh, tomorrow on St. Patrick's Day or tonight. I haven't really decided um, just because I have a really tough topic that I'm going to talk about. Um, and I actually just have really bad cold chills now that I'm thinking about it. Um, so it was a year ago uh, this month that I experienced a miscarriage and so I just kind of want to talk about that and kind of talk through that with you guys because as I'm talking more out loud about it um, it's like I'm forgiving myself for it and um, I'm overcoming the shame and the guilt and the condemnation that came from that Um, and I'm truly embracing on my healing journey So, um, I met James in October of 2020. Um, I became pregnant in, I want to say, late February, early March. Um, and we had our miscarriage, um, in March. And this is not an easy topic to talk about. Um, so bear with me as I kind of like work through the nooks and crannies of this. Um, it's something I've been wanting to talk about, but I just haven't found the strength or the courage to talk about it. Um, and I just know that there's a woman out there who is in my shoes about this and you want to share your story, but you don't exactly know how to go about sharing it. Or, um, like in my situation, James doesn't really want me to be public about it, but, I just feel like God has given me the push to be public about it Um, because I always told myself that my child's legacy would continue on um, because I want to keep his or her legacy alive and I do want to share about the baby with Jackson at some point in time. Um, So I just want to do due diligence to my child who is in heaven um, and share his or her life because there was life and that life was taken from me through a miscarriage. Um, so I know that James will forgive me because he always does. He always comes around. Um, so if you guys get anything from this podcast, please find me on social media, Truth Talks with Tour, 
and send me some love about this because I just want to know that it reached someone who it needed to reach. So a year ago, you know, my life was completely different. I was living in Ohio um, and I had actually just got Soul Sister tattoos with Taylor and Becca and you know, it's at a weird place on my arm. So if you've ever seen my tattoos, um, and by no means am I making any medical claims or anything. I just know my story. Um, I laid on my stomach that whole time through getting that tattoo and I hadn't really felt like myself. Um, I felt pregnant, you know, um, I had control like of my mood swings, kind of, sort of. Um, I was really nesting and, you know, I just felt pregnant. And I had actually shared with the girls at Mexican before going to get random tattoos that I felt pregnant. I was constantly peeing. I was craving food. I was eating all the time. Um, but it hadn't been confirmed, right? So, um, then, you know, we went to get tattoos and... I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and get it. If I don't get it now, I'm going to regret not getting Soul Sister tattoos with my friends um, that I actually met online. And we went from being online friends to in-person friends. Pretty cool story, bro. Um, So I laid on my stomach the whole time getting tattoos. And as I look back at the pictures that were taken of me on that tattoo table, my face was so red and you could tell that my body was going through something. Um, and the minute that I got up from that table, I was really dizzy and I had to go to the bathroom. Like I just had to go to the bathroom. Um, and so as us girls do, you know, we always take our best friend with us into the bathroom. It's just a girl thing. Um, so I took Taylor into the bathroom with me and I sat on the toilet and a big clump of blood came out and I, I was like Taylor I feel so much better like I just had to get that out and we looked at the tissue and we were like what like we just our jaw dropped and we didn't really know what to say um and here's the thing about the story is that after I got that clump of blood out I instantly felt better but we just didn't talk about it Um, And truth be told, me and Taylor and James didn't actually talk about it until around June or July together um, when I actually felt like I needed to tell James. And that was selfish on my part because I should have told him immediately, but I don't think that I was at the point to where I knew exactly what to say or where I knew like we can have this mature conversation Um, because we already had so much going on between work and home and friends and family. Um, I just didn't feel like I could tell him. And honestly, I was at the point to where I couldn't comprehend what had just happened, you know, because I've never had a miscarriage before. So I didn't put two and two together. Taylor put two and two together because she's a mom of three. I'm a mom of one, right? So I didn't really know what had happened, but I fell into a deep depression. Um, My body, I was having dizziness. I was having hot flashes. I was, you know, not myself. And I didn't know how to express what I needed. 
So I thought if I just lived under the covers that everything would eventually be fine. I wouldn't have to face the facts. I was extremely like hot to the touch. Like, and I mean that like physically and emotionally, like something small would set me off. Um, and I was trying to find coping mechanisms. So I bought Scooby, which was a part of our life for, um, a very short amount of time. He was a pit bull that Taylor's dog had breed. Um, so I bought him to give him to James and I saw how James got attached to Scooby and that felt good for a while, but I still wasn't happy and I was still so short tempered and I couldn't really figure out what was going on with me. Um, so one day it got really bad and at the time I was a debt collector and there was like a huge flight of steps that you had to go up and down like multiple times a day to go to the bathroom, to go to your car, to go eat lunch, whatever. And I noticed that I was woozy headed and I couldn't breathe. And so naturally I took the day off. I went to the doctor and they thought I had COVID. Um, so they're like, Victoria, all the symptoms that you're telling me, you know, I think you've just got COVID. We can COVID test you and we'll send you home. Well, obviously, if you're in the middle of a miscarriage, that's not going to help you, right? So, um, at the time, like, telling you now, like, looking back, I didn't think anything of it was a miscarriage. I thought that, you know, it was just my period coming on, and for some reason, because I've always struggled with, like, irregular periods, I thought for some reason, like, this was just my period being odd. Um, It never occurred to me that I was having a miscarriage. Um, but I'll never forget telling James, like, something is really wrong with me and I can't figure out what it is. So I took those next couple days off, um, and kind of just did my own research on my symptoms and everything. And I realized, like, months later, um, looking back that, you know, (laughs) hello, Victoria, like, you had a miscarriage because I can't even tell you when my period actually began after that, um. And so we had a heart to heart conversation with Taylor and Taylor helped us to realize like, you know, Victoria had a miscarriage and, you know, girl to girl talk, you know, I've always been able to go talk to Taylor about my periods and, you know, about life and everything. So I had known probably in the middle of April that that was a miscarriage because I'd had a conversation with Taylor, but I still couldn't tell James y'all. And that was the hardest part because he wanted to be there. He wanted to comfort me. He wanted to love me and, you know, be with me through that because he also lost a child. And it's not easy ever talking about this because, you know, there's no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside of you. And this is an untold story in all different aspects of it because this is the first time of me really getting rid of that shame and that guilt and that unforgiveness and that bitterness that I have towards myself because I do want multiple children and I do want to have a child with James and you know I heard the the shit of and I'm sorry to say a cuss word so if your kids are around I do apologize but I heard the BS of well you guys weren't ready or this was God saving you or 
this was God telling you that you guys, you know, you, you need to be married before you have kids and, you know, all these things. And people were saying that God saved us from heartache and, you know, that this was God's will for us not to have a kid, you know, all these things. And those are absolutely the wrong things to say to someone who has experienced loss and who's grieving and who lost a child. I mean, why do people think that it's okay to say things like that to a mom who just lost a child, to a dad who just lost a child, and we're still coping and we're still coming to terms with things? Like, I don't understand why people say those things. I don't understand why people push religion down people's throat. I don't understand why people can't just be normal and realize that we're all human and we all fall short of the goodness of God every single day. But when he looks at us, he doesn't see us for our past mistakes. He doesn't see us as the broken pieces that we are. He sees us as his child. He sees us as loved. He sees us as his daughters and as his sons. So the sooner that people come to the realization of if you push religion down someone's throat, they are going to push back. I instantly put on my mama bare belt and I walked out of those places who told me that this wasn't God's will and that God was saving us. Like, you're not God, so stop pointing fingers at people. You don't know what God's plan was for this. I still don't know what God's plan was for this. But I do know that he's laid on my heart to share my story because in those times I needed someone, but I didn't know how to reach out to somebody because of people that made those comments because I'm scared that if I put myself out there that people are going to continue to throw crap and throw bricks and throw things at me again maybe that's why maybe that's why I couldn't tell James because I was ashamed I was scared I had guilt of I couldn't carry our child and I don't know why babe I had that guilt and I lived with that guilt for months and now a year later I'm ready to talk about it I think because of moms who I know have experienced miscarriages and maybe you've not personally experienced one but I want to tell you that it hurts And that the worst thing that you can say to someone is that shit that people said to me. Every day I think about that child. Every day I'm working on forgiving myself. Me and James still haven't healed because we still can't have the conversation that needs to be had. I read this online and I wanted to share it with you guys. It says, Angels of heaven, hear my plea. Take care of my baby just for me. We never know what God is going to do in a situation. We never know the mess until it turns into a message, right? We never know the value of a moment until we are not in that moment anymore. I'm still working on forgiving myself. I'm still working on coming to terms that I lost a baby a year ago. 
I want to be the voice for the women who can't share their story. I want you to know that it's okay. I want you to know that God wants you to forgive yourself if you've experienced a miscarriage. God has plans to prosper you and not to harm you. God has a plan and a purpose for you. You know, my second child will always be my favorite what if. Always. I do wonder often what my life would be like being a mom of two. And you know, no miscarriages are ever the same. You may have had symptoms that I didn't have. You may have walked a different road. You may have been further along than I was. I still don't know how far along I was because I I have abandoned my health the past couple of years and now I'm working like hell to get it back to where it was. I emotionally ate. I physically zoned out. Y'all, it got to the point to where after that miscarriage, I started randomly passing out. Like, I, we used to live in a one-bedroom, one-bath apartment, and I would literally turn the corner too fast. I broke my toe on the refrigerator. Um, one night, I was peeling potatoes, walked the corner too fast, had a steak knife in my hand and a bowl of peeled potatoes, passed out, and James said that the steak knife was inches away from my eye. Um, and then in July, I passed out and broke my ankle last year. Um, and last Christmas, I passed out at my neighbor's house and fell on their plant bed um and it was just random like I pass out and then I come back within like a minute um so I call it blacking out I think that's the term um I had sleep paralysis after my miscarriage um felt like you know there was a airplane like right above my head I couldn't move my arms couldn't you know talk couldn't open my eyes So, needless to say, your body goes through traumatic events that are hard to explain and hard to put in words. Um, And so, it's so important to constantly keep your health in check. It's so important to take care of yourself and, most importantly, to forgive yourself because God's already forgiven you for the bitterness and things that you've said to Him about taking your child or you know, words of anger, words of hurt, words of resentment. Um, Because we feel like God's rejected that, right? We feel like he has rejected us wanting to grow our family. We feel like God has abandoned us because he took our child from us. But truthfully, God's like, I needed him or her in heaven more than you needed them on earth. Um, And I truly believe that my child is watching over me. And, you know, I'm reminded of my child um in the smallest of ways uh and I know that God hears my plea and I know that he's taking care of my baby and I know that I'll see him or her in heaven one day and so I hold on to that hope and I am working every single day to better myself to make my children proud and to be the absolute best woman that I could be And I do thank you if you have listened to this podcast to the end. I didn't mean to ramble the way that I did, but I just, I truly am thankful for 
God's grace on my life and I'm truly thankful that now I am brave enough to share my story and courageous enough to share my story just for the one out there that needs to hear it. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Truth Talks with Tor. I'm just Tor. I'm just rooting for you and I love you guys. I'll see you next time. Bye.